Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Well, I'm at the Cotton Patch in Lafayette, California with my friend Carolee Hensley. And Carolee, how long have you been in business? 29 years. So that means we've been friends for 29 years. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I said this in an earlier podcast I did with you. I can remember walking through the doors of the Cotton Patch when I had just started quilting. Mm-hmm. I remember. We were young. I were. We still are. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the reason I'm here is um, periodically I get letters or uh, emails from people wanting to know about opening quilt shops. And, um, you know, like I would know, I mean, I've never done it. Um, I do know it's not as easy as it looks or even come close to. And I thought, okay, I'm heading over to C&T Publishing, which of course you started with your husband. I thought I'd swing by the store and we would talk about opening a quilt shop in today's terms okay okay let's but let's do a little back history on you mm-hmm. you're 29 years old yes your quilt shop yes. and how did you what were the considerations at that point well i had a partner and we we made a survey of where to have the shop the best location we wanted a, a location where there was uh, lots of free time with the customer and there was a fluent neighborhood, which Lafayette was the right place. But what was going on in quilting then? Well, it was not just, a lot. Not a lot. It was just starting, and we had very little cotton fabric. We had fifty fifties. Uh, we had to really hunt and peck to find the merchandise. And so today, it's totally different. It's opposite, really. Absolutely. And let me say, you are real. You were a realtor. Yes. Were you a quilter? No, I was a sewer. I okay. was a garment person. Okay. Yeah. So in today's terms, um, people, this is my perception, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, the perception is that our industry is struggling, and I think the bottom line is the pie has been cut into too many pieces. Absolutely. There's too many quilt shops, too close together, and you no one can make a living. You cannot make a living as a quilt shop owner unless you're the only one within 100 miles. Because every time a new shop opens, you cut the pie again and again and again. The quilters go to all the shops. The quilters want discounts on everything. They don't want to pay full price. They don't, they, they're cheap. Now, the Carolee, guild, now the Carolee. guild members especially. <laughs> no, be careful, be careful They are. It's proven. Well, really true? Yes. Not to offend guilds out there. Well, it's true. They all are looking for something for nothing. They want they want the quilt shop's quality at the Joanne prices, and it can't happen. Well, I think the thing about the quilt shop, and this is my bottom line with them, is that this industry was grown on the back of the quilt shops, meaning absolutely. that's where you get your education right. and all of that. So, I mean, absolutely, people have to support their local quilt shop 100%. Right. Okay, so you say, I mean, are you saying tongue-in-cheek 100 miles, or but seriously? Oh, well, I would say 30 miles, you know, it used to be 30 miles apart, we all did well. Uh-huh. When they started becoming 5, 3, and 8 miles apart, it got it gets tough. It gets really, really tough. 
Okay, so one, my recent email was from a woman who said that times were tough in her life, and so she thought she would open a quilt shop, and I'm just like, slam on the brakes on this one. No, she needs to get a job at the drugstore or somewhere that she's not financially responsible for everything that's going on, because if times are tough, it's going to get worse at the quilt shop. Okay, so before we started this podcast, you gave me some... I think some real pointers on, okay, so let's say you live in an area where there's not a quilt shop. Let's say you live in an area where there's some money to be spent. Mm -hmm. What are some other considerations? Well, you need to be not have children under 15 because your family comes first. You need to have a supportive husband who's willing. But let me back up. Your kids were under 15. Well, they were, they were close to it. They were close. They, were one they? was 15, one was 13. Oh, okay, okay. But you can't do it with toddlers. You can't do it with kids that young. It's too hard because you're, you've, you've put the quilt shop first, then you put your family and your poor husband's hanging out. You know, he doesn't know what's going on. Well, talk to John right now. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. I mean, you've got to have a, you've got to have a plan. You have to be financially able to do it. Well, what does that mean? Well, I think today you have to have at least $200,000 to start. And if you have to buy, get a loan to do that, you've got to be careful. Because if you put it on a home equity line, you're, you're, you're putting your home in jeopardy. You have to be careful. And so when you started, can I be so rude as to ask what it costs to start yes. a quilt shop? <laughs> I had 29 years ago. I had a partner. We each put $10,000 in. Of course, I had to borrow the $10,000 because I didn't have it. But 10000 is a lot different than 200000 Oh, well, probably in today's terms, what would that be? 75000 maybe? Probably. Yeah. Probably. I have to tell you um, that we recently went to have dinner over where you used to be located. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find the building. It's still there. It's just painted a different color. I go, where's the cotton patch? It's not red anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was so cute. Okay, now as far as a supportive husband, so you would say a single woman should not do this? Not unless she's got some. She needs a handyman. She needs somebody who can help her with fixtures and building. and She's, She needs support. Mm -hmm. It's tough because you're going to have to hire all that. Well, that's right, because I think of the one in Livermore. Her dad could do all that stuff. Yes, and he does fabulous woodworking. Yeah. It's perfect. In between stitches. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so a supportive husband. Um, what about the people, and I see this within the Bernina family, where it's a husband and wife team? That's good. That would be great. Okay. It'd be great. Okay, what else do people need to think about? Well... There's so many things. They always think they, they think that the inventory is the most important. Well, it, that's easy. I buy don't buy in the inventory, but I don't know about that. I don't. I go but, to market. I don't even know how you choose. Well, you have to have a plan. You have to know. Be focused on what you want. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to be careful and not go overboard. And it's really hard because <laughs> right. I go overboard every time I go to market. Um, you get caught up in it. Oh yeah, and it's. It's, it's so exciting, and it's so beautiful. It's the most beautiful market in the world. Mm -hmm. And you want everything that's there. Which is impossible. Impossible. So, but you have, to have, you have to have a community where you know you're going to have business. 
and you don't you need not to get into a high rent district you need to be careful with your lease or if you buy a building or whatever mm -hmm. but it's important to look at all the facts were there any points well boy this is getting kind of personal along the way though where you wake up and you go what have i done <laughs> well yes i, I it was uh, about the time the, our partnership di dissolved. I loved Mary, by the way. I did, too. I know. But it's hard. A partnership is like a marriage, and you have to look at it that way. And it won't matter whether what you agree to when you start. It won't, it won't help you at the end mm -hmm. because the other partner won't agree to follow the rules, mm -hmm. you know. It's always fun. Well, I would imagine, kind of like the website that we're doing, the quilt show, mm -hmm. um, that particular thing has taken on a life of its own, mm -hmm. and how we anticipated it started is not where it's headed, and I would suspect it's the same thing. I would think so. Uh, sometimes those kind of things, um, you, you're not sure how it's, what, which way it's going to go, and so it, if it takes on its own, own life, you, and you find yourself hanging on, saying wait a minute whoa 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 yeah 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 so it's it'll you have to slow it down sometimes well now let me ask you this i think another well you always hear people saying i'm going to open a quilt shop because i want i love to quilt you don't get to no, you don't. believe me i have not made anything for so long it's it's painful well it do you, really is i mean do you really not get to do it no i have to set aside the time and and everything else sits still uh-huh well, I go, and then I have to clean the sewing room out because it's such a junk pile. <laughs> well, I can't find anything. That's funny. Because <laughs> you're not there all the time. Now, um, when you're going to open a quilt shop, is there some sort of business plan that a person should think about doing? Yes, you should have a business plan. Mm hmm I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I have never had one. And, so and that's because we did this by the seat of our pants. That's, that's what I know, is how to do things by the seat of my pants. Oh, well, I'm not going to say this out loud, but gee, I know somebody else like that. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. As we go through our industry, I spoke to somebody else. I won't say who. And they are very, very successful. And it's the same, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. You have a, if you, you also, one of the other things you need to be a people person you have to like people and be able to talk to them. If you're not a people person, you won't make it. Do you think that happens? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. But you have to really like people and you have to be very patient. You have to understand that they're needy. Well, you know. Well, they need help. Well, that's the reason there's a quilt shop. That's right. And that's what needy. you get at the quilt shop. But you yeah. get some needy, really needy people sometimes. Uh-huh. And... And, and it's rewarding in the end, but sometimes it drives you crazy because um, they are so needy. What's going on out in your parking lot? I think we're having a class arrive. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a, there's a class this afternoon I didn't know about. Then we got to make that snappy. Now, who does, do you do scheduling for your classes and all that? No, I want, one of my employees does the scheduling. Uh-huh. And she's really good at it. How important is it that you have a decent classroom space? I think it's very important, but it's also important that you use it when it's empty mm -hmm. so that it's making money for you. So mm -hmm. you have to use it as a, um, you know, making kits in it or you're using it for something. Okay, so any other thoughts you want to put out before I ask you the surprise question? 
Oh gosh, I don't know. <coughs> oh, you're going to ask me, would you do this again if you had a chance? Maybe that's not the question. That's but, not it, but that's a good question. But I have to say, of all the different professions I've had in my hundred years, this has been the most rewarding and the most fun because when I wake up in the morning, I, I'm eager to go to work. In fact, today's my day off, so here I am. <laughs> but I, I don't get to do some of the things that I wish I could do, like gardening or sewing mm-hmm. or quilting. Mm-hmm. But there's other rewards. What, was the, what has been the most surprising thing? Most surprising thing that I'm still here after 29 years. <laughs> Okay, so are you, no, Jean Wells, I think, might beat you out. for yeah, the. she's about three years ahead of me. Right, for yes. the longest, same yes. owning person. Yes. That's hilarious. Yes. Um, what's been the most challenging? Probably employees. Probably employees. Because if, you know, they're tough. It's hard. Yeah, because I would imagine you get personal relationships going, and then there's expectations and disappointments and all that. All that stuff, yeah. Ew. Do you like being the boss? Well, not always. Yeah, yeah. It's like being mom, you know, you don't always like to have to reprimand or do something, but it's hard. It's a hard position. And then the very funnest thing? I think is like having an event and you have the customer come and they thank you for all the wonderful stuff you've done. I think that's it. Yeah. And knowing people like you. Well, and knowing people like you, I'm just sitting here flashing back thinking that when you were so worried that I wasn't ha- wasn't going to have a job that you made me an auctioneer. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. You're a good auctioneer. So thank you for adding that to my list of resume. And thank you also... On behalf of the quilters, you know, though people may not ever come to your store, you do have an online store. Mm-hmm. How do we find you? It's uh, www.quiltusa.com. It isn't the most beautiful website. We work on it. You know, it'll get better. But mm-hmm. we also have our email, and you can write to us. And, mm-hmm. But uh, but more than that, too, thank you for starting CNT Publishing. Oh, you're welcome. That look, was fun. Look at that place over there. Yeah, it's huge. You're the mama of that one, yeah. man. Yeah, that was that was just one of those things. There's a need and you fill it. Well, actually, I'm on my way there because I'm going to do a podcast over there on uh, publishing. Oh, good. Yeah, and I want to talk about the benefits of self-publishing versus going to one of the big boys. Mm -hmm. And then also what a person needs to know if they want to get a book published. Very good. So thank you. And um, I'm out of here. And until we meet and we do get around, happy quilting. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.